Welcome Hello. to the cast. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. We're doing it. You did. You made the right choice again. How good is that, for listener? <laughs> Live from, uh, well, New York and North Carolina. Two very which, different places. Yeah, <laughs> and you take a wild guess if you're watching the video. Uh, Kenyon has a mattress propped up against the wall. I'm going to say that's North Kakalaki. Oh, two mattresses. <laughs> Is either mattresses. one of them on the floor and ready to sleep on, or are they both just kind of decor? So, yeah, yeah. It's a matter of both. So it's kind of a multi-purpose mm. mattress where it's like, you know, mm. you oh, can yeah, flip absolutely. it down, sleep on it at night. But then also when it's done, you put it up, get that wall some character. You know? Also like a Murphy bed, but no infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, back It's in- a Murphy bed, but it's just a mattress that you push up against the wall. What do you need the space for? Well, what are you doing with that section of the floor when the mattress is up? Like, genuinely, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm not going to make my bed. I'll push my mattress up against the wall. So that's, this is how I've lived for a lot of my childhood. But So there's a futon <laughs> over there that, that, mm-hmm. that turns into a couch in the spare room slash my brother's room. So the spare room, it turns in, into a couch. But you see, these mattresses have a lot of history to them. They were bunk uh-huh. beds for my brother and I when we were children. But then the... Uh, it broke because I became too fat and broke the wood supporting the bunk bed. And since then, and you remember this, Maddie, that's that's been the mattress I lived on until I was like twenty. I I didn't <laughs> used to. I didn't really. My I would uh, just flop it on the ground. There's some beautiful asleep. symbolism in that. Like in like I think we can. We're both similar in this way. Is that there's a moment in your childhood where you get fat and something breaks and you don't even begin to fix it till your early twenties. <laughs> oh no, both. And that's a great metaphor for mental health and physically i'm like i'm not gonna fix this until it's a real problem uh but like like yeah i remember i just sat down it broke and i i wasn't like oh my god like maybe i need to work out more i was just like ah that's what beds do they fucking break and then i just i from then on out how i lived my life was i you know had a on a high school working at the warehouse and then i come and just sleep on the mattress on the floor when you're done you flip it up against the wall in the morning why flip it up though? Why not just leave it on the floor? It feels a little, feels a little like flop housey. Feels a little. Bit like, <laughs> oh yeah, it, this it, is much better. Yeah, this is I don't much know. fucking better. Yeah, it's it funny feels... that you're like, I have a futon that turns into a bed, and it can be a couch, and I have a mattress that's up against the wall, and it's like, how about we get one object that just does one job well yeah. instead of everything does three jobs really weirdly and badly? Well, that's I like my space to represent me. and i I can do a lot of things you know in a mediocre fashion but i'm kind of bad at doing one thing (laughs) so i like i like the bed to be multi-purpose you know uh in the in the house here it's it's really also funny because the rest of the house is actually very it's pretty nice and like it's good good neighborhood and stuff but like we like to keep where we came from you know we like to keep our heritage (laughs) here and so we like to have the mattress up against the wall we have the ebt cards framed like we made it out the mud you know dude that is like what comedy does to you too is i was like at my parents house in the suburbs being like you know what i mean they're like i'm taking my ap art history test tomorrow but then i have like a 40 in the fucking closet that someone gave me at an open mic it's like there's really uh you gotta have a shrine to it in the corner is i think the way to go yeah well the the thing about me is comedy did not bring the 40 in the closet you know like <laughs> like that the house very much had that vibe or we're already from 40 in the closet world that was a, my, my parents aren't like i'm taking an ap history test my dad's like i'm taking the car to try to move to canada see it sayonara 
my mom's like, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm taking this to the pod shop to try to pay rent. So, you know, there's a little bit of, but, but as things have gotten better, you got to keep the seed where you came from. So that's why I don't hide the mattress. I put this on the internet. I got a mattress up against the wall. I'm proud of where I fucking came. This from. isn't even the podcast. This is just what you say to people on a first date when they're like, why don't you have a bed frame? <laughs> I'm like, like why don't my you dad have- was fucking crazy. Okay? <laughs> my mom was going to the pawn shop. Comedy didn't bring this out. It's always been there. This is who I am, motherfucker. And she's like, okay, I kind of wanted to sleep with you like five minutes ago, but now. Yeah, it's done. Well, yeah, and that's what I say. I'll say, well, you have no respect for my heritage and the working class. So that mattress up, I don't, I don't want, I don't want some snobby bitch who requires a bed frame and is mad that there's no food in the fridge and there's something that is most likely a severe plumbing leak going on. No, <laughs> this is what it is. God damn it! It's You're at the so ground unhinged. floor of a company. It's, <laughs> it's like a, this is like Steve Jobs in the fucking garage, but we're building nothing. It's yeah, but all we are building is crass insults that will be yelled at a dive bar. <laughs> it know? is very funny to. I might start doing that if someone calls you gross on a date. Be like, are you fucking classist? Oh yeah, you classist piece of shit. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't. Oh, you, you'd like me to shave my legs? You. Fucking misogynist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's go beat up a homeless guy while we're at it, you <laughs> fucking imperialist pig. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to use that forever. Because like, oh, you don't have a bed frame? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I had to send my money back to my goddamn family, you know? I don't have <laughs> oh. fr- I don't have support for my bed, but you know what I support? My god, my whole fucking family. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, do you think, do you think Bernie Sanders would care if he got a few pubes stuck in his teeth? No! Okay, yeah. that's. <laughs> yeah, we have a mattress up against the wall, and I have a giant Bernie Sanders poster, which we will fuck on. Like we will fuck <laughs> on top of the God King Bernie, and just come right over Jeff Bezos' face, which we have on the on the cum sheet. Jeez, the cum sheet. You said yeah. that like it was a normal, you know. Yeah, the you know the cum. Sheet. You got the mattress up against the wall, and you got the cum sheet. I mean, Jesus I don't have all fucking day, man. <laughs> <laughs> sheet is so fucking gross. (laughs) No, it's the no. no, I don't have a cum sheet. The cum sheet is my clothes. Uh, (laughs) So much worse. The cum sheet's an old hoodie which you don't wear anymore, and you're just trying to see how. how Oh my god! Speaking of cum hoodies, I have to find um, the hoodie that you got me. That (laughs) when we were in New York, we saw graffiti that said uh, "God is less than" like the less than sign in math. God is less than cum. I was like, that's the mantra for the rest of my life. And you got me for my birthday one year a hoodie that says God is less than cum. Can't wear it in public. Don't really no, know what to do with it. But Not I do have it, and I should whip it out for a pod ep. It's a, a really fun hoodie. Maybe even future merch. Stay posted. <laughs> yeah. Because it's such it's hilarious. It is, but it would be fun to wear out like somewhere you really didn't care. Like wear it to like an open mic or like a. You know what? Actually, actually, Maddie, proper first date attire. Let them know who you are. <laughs> Weed with, out the pussies. Yeah, that's people who get it, man, as we're trying people to say. People who get it. I'm going to do the same. I'll have, like, the God is, God is less than gum. And then I'll just pretend like it's not even a weird thing that I'm wearing that shirt. I'm like, yes, I had a pretty good day. Do you like Italian food? Or this place is good. And I just have a God. If they don't think that's funny, they're not, like, they, they don't get it. 
I, I think have, have we talked like, about the concept of the get it filter on the podcast? We have. We talked about it last okay. episode. And I, th- I think we. I think that's the thing for dates is throw obstacles, throw tests. Like God is less than come. Just be like, kind of drop some Tower Seven. Just kind of feel it out. You know. Oh, totally. And if they fucking are like, who is this guy? Oh, it's weird. You're done. You're done. We'll leave right there. I have that in my Hinge profile. Like I'll have like like answers that are like very obviously to me obviously supposed to be like funny and like one of them was like you should go out with me i was like if you want to know what it is like to date a extremely sexy woman winky face with like three parentheses like it's like obviously meant to be cringy and then there are guys that are so like horny that they're like i would i would love to do that and i'm like you're not getting the bit i have a very bit based hinge profile same here and that has shot me in the foot because it turns out people are like a thousand percent it's not working they don't know who you are like it's funny to us (laughs) but you're like hey you're a stranger that may get me pregnant so like i'm kind of trying to figure out who you are and i'll Mm -hmm. just put like greatest fears i'll put intimacy up there i have like a i have a video of me getting a crowd to chant fuck you dad and they're like (laughs) i don't know who and what rocks dude yeah because i'm i'm the shit I mean, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but like, uh, I'm just kind of like, it, yeah, there is a lot of like, that's why I tend to date weirdos because they're the only people that see me and they're like, well, I actually am into that. Because most people are like, oh, inter-. and it's so funny because I live my life, you know, as a comedian, kind of publicly. Like, there's a lot of pretty intimate shit out there about me yeah. like, on like podcasts and videos. So, I, like, go on like a couple dates with somebody and they'd be like is your dad really se- severely mentally ill and i'm like yeah normally i'd open up to you about that in like a year but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but then they yeah, know you, it already yeah you know yeah. that yeah yeah, no, yeah. Just who I am. i've had guys try like kinky stuff with me on like a one night stand and i'm like where the fuck did you get and i was like oh my act you yeah. saw my act and you infer and i was like no 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 i don't like love you like this is you can't do that but it's like yeah people do feel like it's like Oh, I feel like I know you and like, but I also feel like that's why it's so uh, easy for like, I mean, it's comics, but it's anyone in entertainment to date somebody else who's in the same industry because it's like, well, I also know your stuff. There's this weird thing where it's like one person knows you, but you don't know them is like a weird sure. dynamic. Yeah, no, for sure. But also they don't really know. They know what you're sharing in a comedic fashion, you know, Yeah, I mean? which is like an insight, but it's not like who you are 100 percent. totally and it's know? like kind of a character yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i mean i'm definitely throwing out a lot of stuff but i am joking i am joshing i am you know, <laughs> it's all joshing i am i am knee slapping up there so it's not you're not you're not gonna see my set and be like oh you know he's a good listener with an anxious attachment style like that's not <laughs> you're not gonna get that kind of thing unlike if you dated me you know or listen to the podcast that's what the patreon's no the patreon is for if you're trying to date me patreon (laughs) vet me dude look around emotional prostitution emotional Um, prostitution which i 100 (laughs) percent pretty much have done for free a lot of my life um (laughs) how are you man I'm good. Mental health has been fucking great recently. I'm, I'm my Prozac. It's been like three months about since I upped my dose and it's finally really kicking in where I'm like, oh, I was just a lunatic. Life is so good. Like I'm feeling yeah. fucking great. Um, yeah. And it's like nice in New York. Like I walked in the park today. No, fully like mental health is doing pretty well right now, which is like huge. And also coming to terms with like gender shit and being like, oh, I'm probably 
non-binary adjacent around there and like dressing a little more masculine and not feeling bad about it it's just all like clicking to be the little dude i'm supposed to be so i i'm like in a good place yeah it's kind of nice when you get to the age and good place in real life where you're you're not like so hard on yourself you're like i am who i am and that's completely fine and actually kind of awesome yeah and you realize how like how many people there are in the world and how many fucking weirdos there are that it's like I don't have to worry about tailoring myself to it. Just do my thing. Someone is going to be into it. Like, you don't have to worry about that, really. No, there's 7 billion people. You're not so interesting that you're unlovable. You'd have yeah. to. People <laughs> yeah. People fall in love with serial killers on death row. <laughs> like, you're going to. You'll find somebody. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's awesome to hear, man. And I feel pretty much the same exact way. Like, I just, you know, had a bit of a tough life as the mattress on the wall. Which I hope when it's like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I used to be just so obscenely hard on myself. And like, now I'm just like, dude, mattress up against the wall. Humble beginnings. <laughs> I hit the lottery. Like I have a great day job. That's like remote. And then I, people pay me to say shit that would get me fired at any job at night. Like I have like this super fun, cool life. Very happy. Um, yeah, I'm really kind of the best place I've ever been. Um, That's so sick. Do you feel like an effect on like your uh, mental health in North Carolina versus Chicago from two perspectives? One being like your hometown versus the place you live as an adult and like city versus like more rural. I mean, Durham's not rural, but like, you know, trees. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's talk about this pre-pod. It's mainly just for me. You know, I have a lot of roommates back in Chicago and I kind of like I work from home out of my room. I mainly chill in my room. It kind of feels like I'm in like a Swedish jail cell a lot of the day, <laughs> and then and then like comedy's like yard time. It's like I can go out and and say hi to somebody, but it's like so basically I go out of of the jail cell for like two to three hours, mm-hmm. and then I'm back to the cell. So it's like here, it's like I got more of like a house. There's fucking trees outside. There, there's neighbors over there that have chickens. There's just chickens walking. That around. rocks, dude. And and we're on, and like so like. It just feels like I have a lot more space, so I feel, like, happier with that. But I think that's just general. I, I also, like, love Chicago, but there is something to when you have a bunch of roommates and you don't always feel comfortable, like, using the space because you don't want to be that that guy on the couch. Yeah. You're kind of, like, you do kind of feel like, oh, this is solitary. <laughs> like, yeah, like, solitary I kind of live in my room. Yeah. Oh, I a thousand percent Holy. do. And I, I thought about that before the cast. I'm like, wow, there's a there's a downstairs. Like, it's like, wow, I can go, <laughs> yeah. go outside. So Dude, that that definitely makes me happier. We got a free couch off of Facebook Marketplace, and it was like a revelation for like. I was like, oh, I can like venture out and like sit in another room. Like it's, it's crazy how much because it's all the stuff that you kind of take for granted as a kid. Like I know just for me, it's like, oh yeah, we had like a couch and like a towel and all this shit. And then you get to be an adult, and you're like, oh, I have to like. If I don't buy a towel, I won't Ooh. have it. Like, houses don't come with towels. That was, like, yeah. that was 100% mom. Yeah. No, I well, I was very aware of that. <laughs> I didn't think houses <laughs> came with... I didn't think when you got an apartment that it just comes with towels and shit. No, I mean, but, I didn't think that, but I just mean, like, there's all this shit that you're like, oh, I really took for granted as a kid that I'm like, wow, you kind of got to start from the ground up as an adult, and it's, like, this weird in-between stage where you're like, okay, don't really have a couch, don't have, like... Oh, just yeah. random shit like tape in a drawer. It's like, oh, dude, I'm getting older to the point where like I got excited because I woke up early enough to go to TJ Maxx to get a new. 
Like, when I was younger, I'm like, you don't need the belt, all right? You save money for real important things like beer and unstable partners, all right? But, like, now I'm just like, oh, I want, like, a belt. And if I could get, like, poster for it, like, 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 stuff that is, like, essential, like, that, that's what I get happy about now. I get yeah. happy about, like, like, the little domestic things. Totally. Dude, I was like, I was like, oh, I should get, like, a little, like, what's the, what's the little rock that people use to, like, scrub their feet? I don't know the name of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I know exactly what you're talking about. But I was like, I should get one of those things. I'm yeah. a fucking adult, dude. Yeah, you I should have a little, like, whatever. a little foot rock. You should do, you should buy whatever, yeah, you should get fucking lotions and the whole thing. There is a thing about, like, the number, tw- like, I'm like, I'm gonna be 25 in, like, less than six months, I think. And I'm like, oh, that's a number that's like, okay, let's, I think things are going well, but, like, let's, that's an adult yeah. age. No. <laughs> like, that's not, like, no, cute it's anymore. Not, you're not in open micing in adult territory. It's like, what have you done? So, like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm 26, and I, uh, you know, that's another funny thing. So, whenever I come back and visit, like, you know, my family lives all over. We did, like, this, like, little Zoom thing for Easter. And the number one question, I think this is a very Salvadorian, maybe Latino thing overall. It's not how you doing. It's not how it's your job. It's not how it's comedy. It's going, are you dating somebody? That's all they care about. <laughs> Which is basically just like, hey, you fucking? You fucking or what? <laughs> and I feel like dating someone, like my culture, it's very much like becoming verified. It's like, he did it. <laughs> he got a woman. He's, he's not, we don't have to worry about him being weird. He's fooled someone into loving him. Mm. And like, you know, people my age, they do have like get married and like have children. Yeah, I have and friends getting. We have a friend getting married. We have it's a friend like getting people married. Are fully having weddings. My people are fully having weddings, and I got attached over here. And I'm like, if I could have a relationship that doesn't completely implode in three to six months. And my grandma even said that. Like, uh, like she was just like, uh, like I have a cousin, great guy. No disrespect. That's just quoting my grandma, Carlos. Not throwing shade, but he's like single and he's 36. And uh, he's like, you're going to end up just like him. And I'm like, I have been single for one year. <laughs> what do you say? Also, universally good thing. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't want to step on any cultural, you know, yeah. toes that I don't understand. But can we, you, it's, thank God you've been single for a year. Oh, like, yeah. We Biggest, needed a little me time. We need a little break. It's like, of- it's a bit of a, a quantity over quality issue when it comes to dating that should be considered. Oh, perhaps for sure i mean i think of all <laughs> i i'm just in my own reflections i think that's my biggest that's where like the most addictive tenant that's where i lose my fucking mind even with like yeah. casual dating like i'll meet someone and they'll just start texting me a lot and then i'll just check my phone every five seconds and i'm like did they text oh. me did they text me and it's like yeah. this big because here's the thing drugs or whatever they're not gonna hold you and say that you're great you know that yeah. that's the most validating rush for it's kind else. of the best feeling in the entire world. It's, it's the like best feeling that there is. And that's why or even having just... a crush on someone. Yeah. Oh, even a crush is arguably better because it's a fantasy. Because <laughs> 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 it's not real. <laughs> yeah, no one's you... like, ugh, God, you know what's really drying up is my 25-year crush. Like, it yeah, never no. gets to that. No, because it's not, you don't really know them. You're just like, wow, they also listen to music. That's amazing. <laughs> and, you're, you're, and it's like you lose your mm. mind, so... Very much good for me to be single and work on my goals. And when I'm in a more stable place uh, financially, and also I'm trying to live in New York, I'm going to date someone in New York. I can't be like, hey, I'm trying to move here temporarily to save money. Do you want to be in like a quasi-different state, long-distance relationship? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't say that to my grandma. It's just like, ah, you know, 
working on the old side. And it's also, you know, when you're like emasculated like that, it's like, you also want to be like, well, I am fucking. So how about you? How about you step <laughs> <up?"> <laughs> okay. All right. Like I'm not, I'm not abstinent. All right. I'm just not falling in love immediately with everybody, which is progress actually. That rocks. Do you think you would get those questions less if you were a woman? Like, is it a male no, thing? Um, I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's just, I think they're just very, like, because my mom gets, my mom's single, and they're like, what, when are you getting a guy? When are you get? It's just kind of like, it's just more family-oriented kind mm. of culture. So I just think that's, they, that's kind of like, they're like, that's what you're supposed to do, you know? And if you're single, they're like, what are you, what are you doing? Dude, speaking of the family-oriented stuff, this was like something that I kind of just came to the conclusion of recently, which is I was like, I think I actually would be okay not having kids. Like, yeah. I always thought of like, oh, I'm going to have kids one day. And now I'm like, I don't know. Like, I love comedy so much. And it's like, I, I'm i not against having kids. But if it worked out that that was like what I did with my life was like, it's just like you don't see a lot of examples of like, you know, you could be 50 and like have your friends over for a game night. and Like, you can still like have a social life and a sort of like chosen family thing without kids. And I told my mom that and she was like, like, I was worried she was going to be like, oh, I don't know. Like, we really want grandkids. And she was like, no, if you're happy, like, great. I think there's, like, upsides and downsides, like, either way. And I was like, that's, like, really interesting and, like, kind of nice that I was like, oh, I thought there was going to be pressure to, like, have grandkids. But it's cool to know that it's like, yeah, happens or doesn't, but. There's definitely pressure, but I, it's funny because my mom's very much like, don't do that. <laughs> Your mom said don't have kids? Well, right now. Like, oh, I, now oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I think oh, if me I... and my brother knock somebody up, it'd be like, oh my God. Be like, there is no a... world in which I wouldn't get an abortion if I got pregnant right now. I mean, truly, yeah. I would like, I would like start a GoFundMe and say I had brain cancer and use it to fly to Europe to get an abortion yeah, before I fucking it's... let anyone, like. Well, it, that's good. Absolutely not. Well, also with states ripping women's rights away, it's very scary. But also, you know, you never know, like from you have the choice over your body like for me if i were to accidentally get some pregnant that is fundamentally their decision so if like they were like actually i want to carry this kid to term it's like all right then <laughs> it's, it's like i'll be a little, little careful out here better be using the condom yeah 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 um so i don't know i think I, I i kind of i very much like value family and i kind of like when i've been in love in the past i like find the idea pretty cool of being like they're holding like baby that's like mine like I oh same i've been yeah. i've fully been in love with someone been like uh, you could get me pregnant right now like i wouldn't actually do that but it's like there's definitely like a primal like oh well, i get it because that's what we exist for i hate when people are like i have a breeding fetish and it's like you mean just literally just the most natural <laughs> urge you have to like <laughs> to procreate our species like yeah that's everything. yeah it's so much weirder to be like i don't want a kid i just like how it feels yeah, to be inside like, of a person's like, skin yeah <laughs> that's weird. the weird deviation yeah, weird. from uh, no uh you're yeah supposed to be like hey i like you let's fucking make more um I mean, the world's a little bit of a wild place, but, uh, you know, if I was, like, married and in a good place in my, like, career and life, like, and it seemed like a reasonable thing, I wouldn't be, I feel like it'd be, because when I was younger, I was like, ah, never, now I'm like, I feel like that's such a bold state, like, you know, like, I was thinking, with all the abortion stuff, I was like, should I get a vasectomy? And I'm like, I don't want to make, like, a permanent decision for the right, like, yeah. you change so much that I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's. Uh, it's pretty bold of me at like 26 to be like i know exactly what i'm gonna want for the rest of my life it's like no no i don't totally like i'm yeah. like i uh i was like oh i probably want to have kids in like my mid-30s if i did and i was like well that's 10 years from now 
10 yeah. years ago, I was 14 years old. So, like, yeah. I really can't predict what I'm going to be like 10 years from now. Like, who yeah. fucking I was, knows, I was dude? an idiotic 16-year-old 10 years ago, and I hated almost every decision that I ever thought that was good. So it's yeah. like, and I think that's growth. It's like, I think every 10 years you should be like, I was an idiot, you know? Yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, I'm a totally different place. So it's like, yeah, I don't know where fuck life will go. Um, but I don't like to clo- totally close that door, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Well, we're about 25 minutes in. Should we get into the news? Because we have some of my favorite um, news stories we've done so far in our short, our short life yeah. of this podcast. Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to wait? <laughs> do you want to do yours? I think yours is... You're, Yours is okay. This is kind of incredible. You sent me one that says North Carolina is uh, introducing a bill that will ban youth sports participation trophies. And it is good that, you know, in this time where things get worse and worse every week, feels like there's a battle between light and darkness. Someone's standing up for the real problems. Somebody is really (laughs) like, I can't imagine literally like being unable to sleep at night because somewhere, somehow a fat kid has a self-esteem. (laughs) <laughs> like, also... <laughs> some, somewhere a kid doesn't feel like a complete piece of shit because he sucks at volleyball and that must just be remedied immediately <laughs> it's also funny that like yeah what well, we have way bigger problems right now but also the fact that we have such bigger problems it's like if there was ever time if there was ever a time to give someone a participation trophy, right it was now. It, it was, was like, right now. you made it through a pandemic. The fucking yeah. the <laughs> climate is point. collapsing around yeah. you. It's like, yeah. congrats on even getting out of bed, buddy. Like, yeah, yeah give it. me a fucking trophy, dude. Yeah. It's also the people that are always ranting about participation trophies are usually like older, upper middle class, like white people. And I'm like, your entire life is a participation trophy. The lake house you inherited, your bullshit college degree, which you just managed to not get completely blackout drunk every single day again. It's like, this is all participation. Like, you just kind of had to show up and it happened. A thousand percent. Uh, And it's also just like, let kids have the easy part. Like, life will be life. (laughs) Disappointment, <laughs> despair, and disappointment is always right around the corner. Like, let you have a period where you're 10 and you suck at baseball and you still get a trophy and you can be like, I don't completely hate myself because that's going away. Because that's coming. Also, yeah. even if you get a participation trophy and then the kid next to you gets a winner trophy, it's like, don't worry. They'll still feel like a loser. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to fix when it. When everyone's bullying you after the game and, you know, like acting out how you fell over your stomach or whatever. Like, yeah, the ki- kids... They're, they have a natural ecosystem for destroying self-esteem. Like, you can't take that away. They're yeah. still they're still bullying. They're still going to be nightmarish situations. Like, at least get a cheap little plastic trophy so you can have something in your room to hit yourself with. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, I played a lot of sports as a kid, but I was not good at any of them. Like, I would I not describe myself sports. as an athletic kid, but I played, like, seven different sports. I just was oh, like... Wow mediocre but it was like really funny because i got put on the like i went i joined the lacrosse team in like middle school and i was like this is what cougar oh i'm on the lacrosse team and then they made me the goalie and i was like okay now i'm where i was like wearing this like huge padded fucking smelly thing that had been handed down through like 20 years of the public school system like the big jersey that the goalie had to wear and then like i joined track but they put me on like only shot put and i was like i was in the very like helga-esque sections yeah. of all these sports things and like well, yeah, yeah it's good to get something to and be a like. trophy wouldn't have made you feel any better about yourself no you were still gonna hate yourself regardless yeah absolutely so i i uh my dad was like he had a book called 
how we all lose in the race to win and so it was about anti-competition he was very anti-competition hated mm. sports and that i hated sports because i was overweight and bad at them and so not only did i not play sports i would mock people who did like in gym class I remember some kid like spiked a volleyball. I felt proud of it. And I was like, I just yelled. I was just like, well, your dad let you inside again now. Jesus. How old were you? Seventh grade. (laughs) I was already like, cause I had, cause people would fuck with, they would make fun of me. And I realized like, okay, like you can beat me up. You can win in a fight, but I will say something that will stick with you. That you will be crying (laughs) about. Like I, I will zero in like a sniper. And go like oh you run the and, and and it would work like it would blow these like seventh grade like bullies <laughs> minds where I would just always mock their relationship with their family and like that they have something to prove and then and, and it would be like <laughs> so I was like oh yeah you score as many goals as you want your parents aren't still getting back together and they would just be like what what and it would just short circuit because I was like already the despair and disappointment had wrecked me so hard that I was like coming. <laughs> I was you like were just a tiny role. goblin. You were a yeah. goblin. I was a goblin. I was a fat, <laughs> bitter, mentality of a 48-year-old divorcee alcoholic. Like <laughs> That's for sure how I looked Fucking at the rocks. world. I was just like, just, just fat in a t-shirt, go home, eat Doritos, watch TV. I was like, nothing works out. Doesn't matter. I don't need to do homework. It's fucking work. I'll tell you what's homework. Just being on my goddamn home. That's fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh you want to you want to talk about fractions i'll show you something that's fractured my parents marriage <laughs> like kenyan i need you to do division yeah well, the country's yeah. never been more divided you yeah, want me yeah. to add <laughs> about division, motherfucker. Yeah. Those were, i like literally thought on some level like yeah i'll be out like in high school i treated it like like college room like i'm not going to that class i'm fine <laughs> you're 15 you're like i've done enough <laughs> no that's kind of how i felt i was just literally like eh, it's not because i was so like defeated that by the time i got to high school i was just like eh, i don't i don't see any sort of achievement happening <laughs> so we're just we're just gonna like we're just gonna barrel through and if i could get enough like decencies that i graduate that'd be fine damn is that what happened mm-hmm. hell yeah i graduated i got a high school diploma and Turned now out okay. fucking star i've spit in the face of everything everyone's ever told me to do. And I brought a fucking house for my mom. So fuck you, world. <laughs> I won, you idiot. I'm in college. Don't pursue your dream. Ah, I didn't do either. <laughs> I'm making, I got a 401k. I got stock options. I got all the little things that you dweebs are paying you're going to be paying loans on for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> I did it. You loser. See, this is it. You wanted me depressed because then I wasn't, I'm actually meaner now that I'm happy. Cause now that I have, <laughs> now that I have self-worth, I realize how much better I am. Than most of you. <laughs> you little losers. Doing great. <laughs> Okay, well, that's like a perfect segue into the emotional <laughs> spirit of our next article, which yeah. is that a rescue, uh, a dog rescue place in, uh, where was it? In Devon? I don't know what state this was in, but uh, they treated a dog that was addicted to alcohol. <laughs> This dog, <laughs> so I read the whole article before this. This dog 
showed up at the shelter. Actually, it was two dogs. This is sad. One of the dogs died from alcohol withdrawal. That's I guess the owner had like so died or given the, yeah the dog died and the other dog had to be sedated for four weeks while he went through like detoxing from alcohol. Well, they say dogs are man's best friend, you know. And what else says best friend like having a crippling addiction that almost kills you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are best friends for if not sharing in your alcoholism? Yeah, I that's, mean, that's, that's the best bud you can have. That that's pretty much the foundation to most male friendships. So that's <laughs> that's for sure what they had. That, What's great? When I read that, no, article, no, go ahead. Like, it gave flat because I had a dog growing up. Best dogs ever lived. Tashi, recipe. Tashi, Tashi, the dude. And I remembered that once in like high school, we, we gave Tashi like moonshine, and Tashi like loved. She was very aggressive towards like other people. She like she would bark at dogs and stuff. And I remember when she drank a little bit of moonshine. Biggest smile I've ever seen across her face. She was just smiling, <laughs> and she's like, I got to bark at people, man. You're a dog. I'm a dog. We're all just out here dogging, you know? Like, I'm, dude, listen, I fucking love you, man. Like, sometimes I'm barking, and I'm like, what am I even doing? Like, I really just want to bark at myself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so, like, we didn't make a habit of it. She didn't have a problem, but I do remember it made her pretty happy. So maybe that owner, same thing. He's like, hey, I'm having a good time. Let me give my dog a good time. Well, here's my favorite part of it is that they say, you know, we don't know how the dogs got addicted to alcohol is the shelter's statement. But they're like assuming that the owner was drinking and then like passed out and then the dogs would come up and drink what was left. That's probably but, how because that's a pretty big alky move to be so in the throes of it. That you're like, yeah, I think I found the dog and then just pass out. And the dogs are like, I'm so thirsty. And then you just drink booze. I mean, they got addicted to the alcohol the same way that like a nine year old in a trailer park probably got addicted. Or the same way that like like a uh, like the founding fathers were like, we don't have water, but we do have beer. No, so that we'll was just it. kind of quench our thirst with that. This is my favorite part of the article, though. I, I'm going to quote it directly. This is a quote from someone who worked at the shelter. It said, "We do know that they were very, very well loved and very well looked after because he's very well trained and he loves cuddles." So not only is the dog an alcoholic, but he's a functional alcoholic. They were like, <laughs> he's like, I can still cuddle. I can still fat. It's funny like the dog's like saying, he's like, listen, I don't have a fucking problem. I cuddle. I, I get the ball. I bring it back. Okay. You threw that if, ball and guess where it is? It's right the fuck back where you right threw it there. to me. If, in my off time, if I want to have a few to fucking relax <laughs> for barking all, barking all day at this goddamn squirrel, then you know what? I fucking can. And if you don't respect that, you can get, kindly get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> He's doing that classic alcoholic thing like, oh, I'm not drinking. What? I can't have a couple sodas with the boys? It's a problem. Oh, now it's a problem. <laughs> you tell me to sit. I'll sit, motherfucker. You piece of shit. I'll tell you what. Hammered. I sit better than any of these fucking these fucking narc chihuahuas out there eating their kale diets. I'm sorry. Oh, you... I'm sorry, Daddy's a little fun. Oh, you want me to be a fucking pussy in the the Westminster Dog Show with my fucking tuxedo? I'm a working man. I need to unwind at the end of the day. Okay, I'm, out I'm here not running. jumping through hoops. I'm not like those fucks at the dog park hanging around talking to all the kind of dogs. I hang out with my own fucking cot. Me and the Labradors out here in the streets. <laughs> we Someone live on a farm. Home. I'm there. I eat my own shit. You're gonna tell me I can't have beer? Fuck you. <laughs> he's also, he also chain smokes 
again. Oh, this is a problem, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Last I checked, I'm a dog, not a fucking angel. <laughs> you won't even let me have my goddamn balls. This is the only thing that makes me feel like a man anymore. <laughs> First my balls, now my beer. Where does it end? Which the does woke sound, mob is coming for me. Which does sound like something that a past version of myself would yell in a marriage. First my balls, <laughs> and now my beer. Where does it end? <laughs> I think the alcoholic dog is the mascot of the podcast. Oh, yeah. The alcoholic dog is... I, I, I can't think of a better spirit animal. <laughs> he's, he's actually a sweetheart, but he's a little tortured. <laughs> like, we don't know why. He has a silly, goofy life. He's a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's but he's taking it around. real hard. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. They want you to dig a hole. Yeah, I'm that hole. I wish I could put myself <laughs> I can't think of a better way to end this fucking episode. I can't. It's perfect. <laughs> I think we got the vibe across. I got the vibe. Yeah, I think, think you get, get it. it. You get it. Yeah, you get the thing. You can go to work and be like, I get Kenyon and Maddie. I get what they're about. A couple of alcoholic dogs, spiritually. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you want to join the Patreon, we're um, we're on Patreon. Check out our YouTube channel if you're listening to us in the pod. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we also have the videos on YouTube. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Maddie T. Wiener. Um, I'm doing stand-up. I'm going on the road. So check all that out. Um, link in my bio on my Instagram. Absolutely. Same here. Thanks for listening. Check out my Instagram, at Canyon Comedy. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Posting clips. I'm around. I'm in mainly the south in Chicago right now. So you live in those areas. Come see me. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Hell, yeah. Hashtag hustle. hustle. Hashtag hustle grind set. 100%. I have four mattresses <laughs> right. up against the wall next time you see that. <laughs> We'll see you next week.